Ms. Mazzoni, first and foremost, as you heard uh, Patricia DeLille's parting shot there saying that, you know, the DA are simply bullies and uh, basically uh, this is how it's ended because uh, the bullies have had their way. What's your response to what she's had to say? I think that it's, it's a narrative that uh, Patricia DeLille is trying to create, that, that she has been bullied. It's certainly not the case. Um, Mayor DeLille chose to go on to 702 and, and make the statements that she made. Um, she has, on, on 702, um, in the Eusebius Makaiser show, made it very clear that she uh, was certainly no longer um, thought of herself as a DA member and intended to resign from the DA. Now, we have a constitution um, that all public reps uh, sign a code of conduct when they which indicates that you abide by that constitution. And one of our fundamental points in that constitution is uh, section 3.5.1.2 for anyone that would like to go and read up. And it clearly states a member ceases to be a member when he or she publicly declares his or her intention to resign and or publicly declares his or her resignation. Um, and if, if, you, if you'll allow me, in, in Eusebius' show, and I quote, Eusebius said, um, let me say this morning, after you win the legal case, however, do you really still want to be a member of the DA? And Patricia DeLore replied, no, 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 no. I've said it many times before, Eusebius, you know the writing is on the wall that people don't want me there. And later, Eusebius wanted to just make sure that he'd heard correctly and said, if I hear you, you are saying ideally that you want to clear your name and that you're going to court and if you win this battle... Uh, because you think you will win this battle uh, the morning after you resign from the DA. And Patricia Dill replied, I will walk away. You have summed it up correctly. Now, there's nothing bullying about that. That's simply a, a member of the DA who's declared their intention to resign from the party and therefore um, enacted part of our constitution. I must say it comes as a bit of an anticlimax, you know, given where the story started. You know, we heard about a charge being laid by uh, some businessman who had accused her of, uh, you know, essentially taking money and the like. So, you know, it, it does come down to a bit of an anticlimax where none of those allegations seem to have been tested. And uh, basically the DA have just found, you know, this particular issue. And it's a valid one. But uh, now we we will never know whether those allegations were actually true. Um, so what, what we're doing is we're very serious about accountability and we're very serious about showing the country um, our accountability. And, and to show exactly how bullied Patricia DeLore was, the Democratic Alliance this morning released the charge sheet, which was uh, given to, to Patricia DeLore at the time of the start of her disciplinary hearing. Um, and as legally allowed to, we will be releasing other documents, including amongst other sections of the uh, Stian Hazen report that we are legally allowed to release, as well as the Bowman Gill Fillin uh, report, which was a report conducted for the city of Cape Town. Um, Mayor Zalil has indicated very clearly that she intends to go to court. So think of it as an anticlimax. Um, you, the, the truth still will come out. Um, and the DA will certainly be making these documents available to the public for public scrutiny. One of the difficulties in this case has been um, the, the inability on the part of the DA to just come out clearly and succinctly and tell the public exactly what it is uh, that she has done wrong. Are you able to do that now at this stage? One must remember that, as in all disciplinary processes, not only in the Democratic Alliance, but in all companies um, and in all sectors, 
there is a process um, and there's due process which one must respect. And at all times, the DAs followed due process in addressing this matter while, while acting in the best interest of, of the people of Cape Town. Um, the party is deeply concerned about the impact that this issue has had on and the general public. And it's, it's no secret that the DA has suffered immeasurable damage because of the issue of lack of information presented to our voters. And obviously, when someone is a DA member and they're going through a DA process, um, one must respect that they have rights to which our constitution allows them. Now that Mayor DeLille is no longer a member of the DA, we are able to provide information, and that's why we will be making available documents that we are legally allowed to available to the public for that scrutiny. Some of the documents that were made available earlier contained some of the charges. Um, over number four on uh, that uh, document that contained eight charges said uh, the, she did not abide by the Finance Management Act number five, spoke about um, uh, unreported irregularities, and then at six was a financial losses matter. So did Patricia DeLille commit any uh, fraud during all of these uh, processes uh, or, or that unfolded? Or what exactly are you saying she did that was wrong? There were there are allegations, and in that charge sheet, you see there are allegations of gross misconduct, um, uh, maladministration, and, and that's to name a few. Now, what happens from here on in is as as the court proceedings will now progress, and also uh, as the Democratic Alliance begins to uh, continue to analyze and, and break down the AG's report and obviously rectify the problems that the AG had brought up in his report. So these issues will become clearer. And if the time comes and, and, and you know, more charges need to be laid, so they will. But um, th- this is an ongoing process. It doesn't just finish here. We hold everyone to account, uh, whether they're a DA member or not. And equally so, Mayor DeLille will be held to, well, Patricia DeLille will be held to account. If Mayor DeLille wasn't directly responsible for um, the maladministration, the loss of uh, funds, etc., etc., oh, the people who are also implicated, like uh, Ms. Esop, for example, what exactly are they being charged with, if anything at all, by the DA? And um, were any of these transgressions of such a nature that it warranted, you know, um, cases being opened with the police? Only DA members are held accountable by the DA's constitution. So that's one very important thing to note. The other charges, if any, will be brought about by the city of Cape Town government itself. And yes, certain these cases warrant uh, charges being opened, there charges being opened. And uh, then I see uh, during that press briefing, Ms. Dalil also saying that the DA has essentially now forced her to go to the courts on Friday and the papers have already been signed. Uh, the legal team in this instance will prove how the cessation clause is unconstitutional and unfairly applied to her. So what's your response to that? My response to that is made a little just like every South African citizen has the right to approach the court. We live in a free and democratic society and, and our courts are, are, are free and fair. Um, May the law will go to court and, and, and we will abide by all court rulings and all court instructions. So um, May the law will be on court on Friday and the DA will be there defending their case. And with regard to the AG's report and what's happened around that, the AG coming out and saying uh, the claims that have been made uh, by uh, members of the DA are false, what what sort of action will you be taking uh, in that regard? 
the DA will be taking um, all necessary actions as indicated by the uh, Auditor General. The Auditor General has got very clear instructions which they give us um, and, and that we have to follow. And uh, certainly anything that the AG uh, requests us to do, we will accede to the requests of the AG. And uh, where the AG has, uh, sh- uh, has indicated there are pro- problematic areas, we will do a full and thorough investigation. And we will certainly aim to rectify all the problems as raised by the AG. And uh, we will adhere to all instructions from the Auditor General. We'll leave it there. Thanks so much for your time this afternoon. And that was, of course, uh, Natasha Mazzoni, the Democratic Alliance's Federal uh, Council Deputy Chairperson. Uh, But uh, perhaps we should just uh, play for you uh, uh, an extract from that interview that has been used to actually rescind Patricia DeLille's membership of uh, the Democratic Alliance. Please take us into your confidence. You are saying, ideally... I want to clear my name, Eusebius. That's why I'm going to court. And if I win this battle, and when I win it, because I know I've done nothing wrong, the morning after I've won the court case, then I will resign from the DA. I will walk away. You will. You you summed it up correctly. Because really, it it, it is not about hanging on to... I mean, I'm serving there at the behest of the DA. The DA has has, gone through a process, an electoral college. They put me into that position. I'm not representing my jacket. I'm representing the DA. And if the DA feels they want to put somebody else in that position, they're also entitled to do that. And that was Patricia DeLille speaking to 702's Eusebius McKaiser. And, of course, now um, Natasha Mazzoni saying that the DA um, will be there to defend the case as Patricia DeLille has indicated uh, that she will be taking this matter to court and the DA saying she has the right to do that. They will defend. And we join on the line now uh, by Professor Jolene Stein-Kotzer uh, just to talk us through some of uh, what this might mean in the long run for the Democratic Alliance. Uh, Professor, thanks for, so much for speaking to us. Oh, you're very welcome. So what do you make of this uh, latest development around uh, Patricia DeLille? I mean, you had uh, this uh, saga playing out over an eight-month period. Uh, there were allegations, left, right and center. And in the end, as I said to Natasha Mazzoni, um, it's a bit of an anticlimax because in the end, they decided to rescind her membership instead of going all the way in terms of testing the allegations. No, look, it's, it's it's very very true. I think you know if one kind of follows the saga, we have see, we've heard the description. For example, the embattled uh, Cape Town mayor. Um, we have heard various allegations and various stories around. You know, this might be a, a, a political targeting, or alternatively, that there may be some valid concerns. And of course, we've also now noted that uh, the one report that it was indeed not uh, an authentic report. So. I think for me, in the mind of the voter, it could create the impression that much like we saw within the the internal dynamics of the ANC is a factional battle that is starting to play out very, very publicly and will also now start to involve um, the court system, which hence, you know, you you saw that comment, for example, a little earlier on uh, no better than the ANC for argument's sake. Mm. And, you know, many people now asking the questions about what next? You know, uh, does this mean that Patricia DeLille now automatically ceases to be the mayor of Cape Town, for example? 
That is going to be the, the interesting question, of course, um, moving forward, because um, we've heard other commentators, for example, highlight that she can dig in her heels and she can make this very, very, very difficult, um, you know, to almost execute as much damage as possible. And I think the key thing that we need to remember is this is relatively short before an election. Um, and for the Democratic Alliance in particular, the Cape Town municipality is very, very strategic because that it is one of the municipalities that they were able to snatch away very early on, if you will, from the ANC, um, and then subsequently has built many of their electoral campaigns around the successes of the Cape Town Metro and later on Western Cape. So if you see these factional battles uh, starting to play out, and of course you see these controversies around the executive position um, of management for the Cape Town Metro, it could have some electoral consequences for the DA, I think. Should we be reading anything into the uh, the absence of DA leader Musi Maimane at such a crucial media briefing? I know um, the people who were present did try to respond to this, but do you buy into the argument that these are the people who've been speaking on the matter all along and therefore they will continue? And even if that were the case, how significant is the absence of Musi Maimane from such an important announcement? You know, I think we don't know whether he might be down with flu. Um, so, you know, there, there's always obviously that, that side of, of things as well. But, you know, I do think given um, given the fact that you are dealing almost with the crown jewel in the, the uh, DA's electoral campaign, which is the city of Cape Town, um, and it is also the, 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 the argument being used to try and generate some form of delivery trust in the Democratic Alliance and their ability to deliver what they aim he had failed to deliver, um, you know, according to their various campaigns. So for me, I think a unified um, presence would have been, would have sent a stronger message as opposed to the leader of the party being absent. Um, and it could indicate that perhaps there might still be some divisions in terms of how one is actually with the settled mayor of Cape Town. Uh, Professor Steinkotzer, thanks so much uh, for your time this afternoon and uh, talking to us there about the DA, uh, talking about what sort of impact this latest decision to rescind the membership of Patricia DeLille may have on the party. And I understand we have uh, Mayor Patricia DeLille on the line. So let's cross over to Cape Town, uh, the executive mayor of uh, that city. Mayor DeLille, thanks so much for speaking to us. Are you still the mayor of Cape Town? Well, according to the DA, I'm not, but I have uh, said this morning when I received the notification at about just before 8 that uh, the DA has uh, seized my, my membership and said uh, about an interview I did on some, some radio talk show. But, Sakina, once again, you know, the DA's desperation has led them to make another shortcut to get rid of me. Uh, before following their own due process and sticking to the principles of fairness. Um, you know, so I have now decided to proceed to court. My lawyers have served papers today on the DA lawyers, the IEC, and also um, the city manager of the city, uh, because I've always maintained that my only aim in this matter was to clear my name, um, and that my integrity in my name are things that I've worked very hard for over the past 40 years. And I value that more than anything else in my life. So um, my lawyers 
will be proceeding on the 11th of May at 10 o'clock. Uh, uh, the, uh, the, the High Court in Cape Town will hear my application. So, Mr. Lil, what is the basis for um, your court challenge? Do you want to be reinstated as a member of the DA? Do you want to hold on to your position as the mayor of Cape Town? What exactly is this about? Well, you know, it is about the cessation of membership, which has occurred this morning, um, uh, and and which will again lead to uh, DA declaring a vacancy. Because the, the strategy from the DA is really, I think there's a concession on their side now that uh, they've got no charges against me that will stick and that they will finally be able to a uh, due process to, to get rid of me. But why do you say and, that? And, 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 this, and this, this, this new cessation of membership uh, gives them another shortcut uh, not to allow me to go through a fair and due process. But explain to me why you believe that uh, this is basically a concession on the part of the DA uh, because they know that they probably cannot make the charges stick, as you have put it. So why do you think that is the case? Because, you know, they they have failed to proceed with the disciplinary hearing. Uh, The two charges in the disciplinary hearing, they have failed to provide the evidence and the record and the names of the people that gave rise to those charges against me. Uh, then they have then invoked uh, the, the recall clause, um, which is specially designed for me, and they had to test. They had to give us a response after this weekend's meeting. They also dropped the recall clause now because that's also going to take too long because they knew I was going to challenge this in court. And so now they find another new thing you know, seize uh, a member's membership, terminate a membership, and this will bring an end to all of these things that is just causing them headache. Mm, but you know they fear in that because uh, in uh, the constitution of the DA, it does clearly state in 3.5.1.2, publicly declaring yeah. his or her intention to resign or publicly declares his or her uh, resignation from the party will uh, render, you know, that secession of membership clause uh, valid. So are you disputing that in any way? Yes, definitely. Uh, we we have disputed that, and my and my and my lawyers did make a submission to the federal executive uh, that was considered over over the weekend. And you know, I can send you a copy of of the reasons why we um, we are disputing that, because it was not about uh, you know termination of membership. It was about um, us looking. And I mean, the whole thing about getting me out as the mayor of the city of Cape Town. It was never about. Uh, you know, uh, terminating my membership because if that had been the case, why did the GA offer me a position to go to become a member of parliament, for instance? So you say it's about getting you out of uh, the position as mayor of Cape Town. Why? Mm. Why? Well, all of these allegations that they have used publicly um, against me have not been tested anywhere. Bikina, I've not been found guilty of anything up till now. And these allegations against me have been coming on from September, December last year. And, and, and this is, I'm saying, uh, this uh, termination of membership, to me, is a concession that all of those charges which they thought they could use to get rid of me as the mayor, well, those things were not going to, 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 uh, um, to stick in the end. And mm. so now termination of membership solves, solves all the problems. I hear that. But what is the motive? 
according to you, for the DA wanting to oust you as the mayor of Cape Town? Well, there, there are certainly... Sakina, there's now been three motions with no confidence against me. And, and all of them come with different reasons and, and uh, without specific examples or dates or unspecified as to what I've done wrong. And, and, and it's just been throwing all of these things at me all the time with the hope that one of it will stick. Um, so the motive, you must ask, is yeah, what is their motive? Because I certainly have not found guilty. I mean, the, the, the latest one about the Auditor General, um, I still have to go lay charges against those people who fraudulently used the, the, the Auditor General's um, report to, to smear my name in public. So the motive from the DA side is that they obviously have somebody that they want to put in that mayor's position. Uh, they, they obviously want to get me out. And it's not about my of you know, all the things that I've done. My record is clear for the past five years. Mm. So when did they make that offer of you becoming a member of parliament? Even, even last week. Last week, after I've made that, after I've made that uh, 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 statement on, on, on the, the other radio show, even thereafter, I was offered uh, you know, to go to parliament. Um, and I was saying that my response has always been that, you know, how can I go to parliament with this cloud hanging over me? Uh, you know, if I'm not good enough to be a public rep at, at, at a local government level, how can I be good to be a public rep at, at national level? And so um, the, the, what is important for me is that I've always said from the beginning, I'm in this to clear my name.